0: Welcome along, everybody, to episode 7 of For Ref's Sake. Our own little podcast, a corner of the internet, we like to call our own. I am joined again by Luke Scott. Hello, Wayne. And this week, we have got some special features for you yet again. Who is going to take over from Joe Wilmer at the top of the leaderboard on the top six? Who is going to be on... It's all about you, ref. And who's going to join us? Well, I'll tell you. It is the one and only Silver Fox himself. Hunsbury's finest. Daryl Horner's on the show this week. He's going to be talking to you, us all about refereeing. How he got into refereeing at such an old age, can we say? As usual, join us on our social media channels. Can we call them that? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, It's been good to see people interacting this week, but join us for the rest of this show on For Ref's Sake. Luke, maybe we should um, think about a Christmas theme tune for the next few weeks. Yeah, we can do that. What would you go for? What's your favourite Christmas song, Carol?
1: Um it's probably that Leona Lewis one. Um What? One last kiss? No, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting shouted at by the, the, the social media director. I don't think it's called that. One more sleep until it's Christmas, I believe, is what it's called.
0: Ah uh, yeah. Has it got a trumpet in it? Is that why you like it?
1: No, I just I think it's brilliant. Personally,
0: I um I like Chris Rea because I like to stick to my northern roots. You know, driving home for Christmas.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: And um, and you know we're both big fans of music. Andy Wilson's also a big fan of music. I think he's a big yeah. fan of my uh my vocal talents as well. So, but I'm going to save that for now, perhaps for a little bit later on.
1: I don't think I've heard you sing. and I'm not sure I want to. He's
0: a, he's always complaining about it on, on Facebook you saying that you know I should stop singing and stuff, and I don't. I think it's a little unfair, personally. But you are.
1: Well, we got to do what the people want, mate. So you got to stop.
0: So what's been going on in the refereeing world in Luke's refereeing world this week? Anything exciting?
1: Um Well, we had we had the old match day coaching training session run by Ollie this this week. Um, so that's obviously the new terminology and the new form and the new training for what we always used to know as assessors observers and the FA have rebranded and, uh, sort of reinvented that role, uh, once again, to make it more suitable for the new promotion progression pathway. That was
0: very, um, corporate how you said that.
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm really on brand.
0: So <laughs> we, were expe- we are expecting because we know we've got some qualified um, mentor type people. Uh, w- we're expecting the first kind of appointments to come out uh, next weekend. So if you are a coach or a mentor <laughs> or a coachy or mentorry, then those those pictures will be coming out. Those appointments will be, co- will be coming out. So it's good to see that refereeing development, as we said in previous episodes, is back on the agenda.
1: Yeah, and also the, just the the, sh- the sheer um, volume of people that were in that room, but also the, the quality of people that were in that room was uh, really pleasing to see and a, a massive positive for all of the referees that are going to be on that promotion pathway because going to be watched by some very well-qualified people. And equally importantly, what
0: was the food like?
1: Uh, Whitworths did a they did a mean little curry for us to be fair yeah so um, kudos to them uh, it was lovely and a nice little touch to to finish the night off yeah thank you to William and Whitworths for,
0: for their hospitality once again uh, I know they support the Referees Association also so um, yeah thanks to those guys um, it's been a quiet week for me refereeing I did it um, apart from you know when we we spoke about doing the referee course last week um might do a li- little last minute sunday morning game this week and also Parklands tigers under 15s have requested my presence on sunday afternoon so oh you know what's happened <laughs> this isn't anybody's fault okay? okay um genuinely because we've spoken about this a lot but they've at home this season they haven't had one referee appointed yet uh, okay so um, they wanted somebody well qualified. They wanted somebody charismatic. They wanted somebody, um, you know, at the top of their game. They couldn't find anybody, so they asked me instead.
1: So you you are actually refereeing. You're not just you're not there in your because I know you you've obviously got a formal Parklands capacity, uh, but you are actually there as a referee this Sunday. I haven't agreed to it yet. I'm <laughs> waiting to see if we yeah, can find you're Still else. trying to find someone basically. <laughs>
0: you know it's it's difficult it's difficult isn't it we know that um but yeah you know we're, we're gonna have daryl on the show later on and i know that daryl does sunday afternoons as well mostly on the under 18s which you know b- brings its own challenges um and we've got another referee course coming up <laughs> another one um next week it starts isn't it so you know i would imagine you're the man in the know alongside Ollie.
1: What's do you what do you know what the numbers are looking like or? Um I checked earlier this week and we we were sitting around fifteen. Um which considering the course has only been online for about two weeks, that's not a bad not a bad turnaround. And um, like I say, over the last couple of days we might have had even more people book on. So it's it the likelihood it's not going to be fully, fully booked, but we're still gonna have a decent number of newly qualified referees off the back of that one. But my only concern with that one, Wayne, is um I'm not I'm not delivering that one with you, but you you have got Rob Evans which which concerns me a little bit
0: What concerns me more is not Rob Evans, but the fact that it's in december in in Rothwell, which is not uh, you know synonymous with um you know an ambient temperature shall we say well <laughs>
1: what, I, what I would say on that one is uh, this is this is the first course that Ollie is responsible for organizing, so I cannot take any flack for this
0: it'll be interesting to see which whistles he provides that's all I'll say uh no comment <laughs> so um talking of uh climate the old world cup's been continuing um so we saw the first female team of referees um I say we saw we obvi- obviously I've got a job so I couldn't watch the game um <laughs> you know tried but didn't work uh and I did watch some of the um Mexico against Saudi Arabia the game that yeah. Stuart and the team were on. Yeah. What what a performance. I think, you know, maybe we've been slightly biased, I don't think so no, but um
1: they were fantastic, I thought. I mean from an assistant's uh, from an assistance point of view, I think Stuart Stewart made some outrageously good offside decisions. Um there was one in particular that was so tight, I don't know how he's how he's possibly Got it right, other than the fact that he is unbelievable at what he does. Well, there's a number of factors in that, isn't there? It's
0: just like being in the right place generally helps. I thought I thought you were just going to say an element of luck. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know we've got to keep our celebrity listeners, mate. We can't we can't slaughter <laughs> them just yet. Um, but yeah, good performance from them. In fact, I'm going to call this person out here. I'm going to call Chris Roland out. I'm calling okay. him out because. Um during said game, I thought I was on some kind of uh, delayed watching. And he went, that's never a penalty. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? I haven't even seen a penalty. <laughs> and uh, I said, what? So I texted him back and probably pretty much the same thing. What are you talking about? He went, you know, Poland against Argentina. I went, how could you? Do- You're Aww. the secretary of the, you know, Referees Association. And, you know, you do know Bertie's on BBC2. Is he? Oh, a better turnover then.
1: Yeah, I like you've... the way I like I like the way you you're saying this, knowing that Bertie's is going to listen to this as well, and and yeah. that's going to cause a few issues with with him and Chris now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You got stir, you got to stir
0: um, the pot. You got you know, the hornet's nest <laughs> has yeah. been shaken.
1: You were the, you were the one that was saying last week, oh yeah, football's a nice community, refereeing's <laughs> a great community. now look at you. <laughs> it's always good. It's character building. <laughs> Well, talk, talking of character building, um, my uh, I say our social media director has just shown me, we were talking before we started recording, um, me and you about, you mentioned about the Uruguay game today. Um, I, I haven't seen it because I've done a lot of miles today, but um, I've just seen a clip on social media of that referee being, uh, let's say, escorted swiftly down a tunnel after... Um, I, I don't know what the context was, but uh, that's certainly not scenes that we want to be seeing at the World Cup. Um, so there has been plenty of positives uh, in terms of the female team, but there's also been some not so nice scenes, um, such as that. No, totally agree. I mean, I, I've, I I read about it,
0: but I haven't seen it myself. But um, no, that's not. Uh, especially when you think about the the global audience, it, you know that can't be acceptable. And the thing is. You know the punishments. If there is any punish punishments, they won't be severe enough.
1: No, no, they won't. They won't be severe enough at all. And the other, the, the other one that's that's really um, frustrated me was the the Japan game yesterday. Um, I don't know if you've seen their was it their second goal. Yeah, their second goal, um, where there was a bit of controversy as to whether the ball was in or out of play, um, and nobody seems to nobody seems to realise the importance of angles because they're using a photo which they believe proves that the ball's out of play, but obviously from that angle it looks out of play. But if they had the correct angle, which was the the goal line angle, it's it's I mean it's a really tight decision, but it does look like it's marginally um overhanging the line where where the ball is still in the air. It's a bit like it's a bit like the cricket, isn't it?
0: So, you know, where um when they try to take a still when the ball is it being has it been caught or not? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So you can't have a 2D picture and a 3D picture working together as such like that because it doesn't work, yeah. does it? Yeah, And there's been lots of, you know, people going on about this. So, you know, end of the day, Japan scored two goals, Germany <laughs> didn't. I'll be the same.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> Moving on, it's nearly Christmas, Luke. Um, from a refereeing perspective... If you could have one Christmas present referee in uh, wise, what would it be?
1: Um, I tell you what. Uh, topical one because uh, you'll you'll be aware that a couple of our colleagues uh, are on the lookout for some of those touchline flag uh, that just the tops, not the actual flags. <laughs> We're quite happy we've got the flags, but we just need those little those little flag toppers that keep the flags on um and they they appear to be like gold dust so uh, if if Santa could sort me some of them out that'd be great somebody somewhere would be clever enough
0: to make some of those and make well, a lot of money
1: funny you should say that right so one of one of our colleagues that was was looking for looking for some of those recently was matthew paul now i did a game with matt paul last weekend and i don't actually know what matt paul does for a job but he does something that involves manufacturing stuff uh, and he he's getting some 3d printed whatever that means um, and he's going to let me know how that goes so matt paul might be the person that is going through uh, the process of setting up a multi-million pound business of flag toppers
0: i've seen this before this 3d printing lark it, it came out in schools for a little bit as well a little while ago oh. um, where you can kind of do stuff with stuff and it, and you can make stuff <laughs> I don't understand it, obviously. But <laughs> oh, do you know what? Now
1: you've said that, it makes perfect sense to me.
0: But yeah, it's like a mold. It's like a mold. You can make it. You can make certain things. And you, yeah. I mean,
1: well, I've, I've place my order with Matt anyway.
0: And Matt Paul is also one of those people in football who could also reverse his name
1: as well. Yeah, Paul Matthew. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. do that
0: with Luke Scott, Scott Luke, Scott Lucas. No, yeah,
1: I understand the concept, mate. Yeah, yeah. Good Anyway, um, uh, what what would be your one refereeing present? What, ooh.
0: um, what would be what would be my one refereeing present? And you you, you t- can't say you can't say to be a level four again, all right? <laughs> that's, oh, that's killed me. I was, I was about to say you get some decent whistles for the referee course but mate, you've just broken you've broken me. I'll be back. Um, it's character maybe. building, mate. It's character building. Maybe. Right. Anyway. One thing um, I was thinking about this today, when I was level three and a level four, was the was the um, this time of year when it's Christmas fixture time. So it's a it's a bit like a it's a, a bit like a gamble, isn't it? Really. So if you leave Boxing Day open because Boxing Day yeah. is a good mm-hmm. celebration time for Christmas, yeah, you yeah. take that gamble of um, you can get a smasher of a game, yeah. you know, even on the line when you know. Been an assistant referee. I've been to, um, went to Braintree one one year. I think it was Braintree against Chelmsford, and there was like four figures in there. Good day out. But I've also been to um, that ground where you know there was a hundred people there. It's freezing, and you think, why didn't I just stay at home, watch Mary Poppins on the telly, get the celebrations out, you know, leftover turkey? Instead, I'm I'm out here doing this. What, what's your thoughts on Christmas fixtures?
1: Uh, I think you've summed it up quite nicely. There's there's the chance of there's the chance of getting that big local derby, or there's the chance of getting that one that perhaps nobody's interested in. Um, I, I, and I think we've all we've all been there. I've done games on on Boxing Days where even the club secretary, the home club secretary, has sort of suggested that he'd rather the game got called off. Um, so it, I think it's it's a, it's a difficult period, and I, I think it depends on particularly from a club perspective, it depends on how well they're doing. If they're, if they're doing well, they probably want to play the fixture, keep up that momentum. Um, factors like how many spectators they're likely to get in. If they're, if they're expecting a big crowd again, they probably want it on. But if they're not a club that can really bring in those big numbers, then perhaps it seemed as more effort than it's worth on a, on a day that could be spent celebrating with the family.
0: Yeah, and you know, we spoke to Bev last week and uh, they were one one of the first clubs who um in the UCL when they were in the UCL who came away from having Boxing Day games because oh. a small committee, they wanted to spend time with their families, players weren't, you know, necessarily interested in um refraining from some uh, special celebration, shall we say, on Christmas Day, you know, and, and then was <laughs> were things like having eleven o'clock kick click uh, click <laughs> can't even say kick offs on a on a boxing day or twelve o'clock kick offs yeah, on yeah. a boxing day um you know that's a difficult thing to sell isn't it but you know i i remember a long time ago when <coughs> i i um i got appointed to the daventry derby in those days it was um daventry united your ford sports and those people who can remember that against daventry town um and it was at um United, which would um, would have been at the old Ford, like the Ford Sports Ground in, in Dav. And uh, I remember Nigel Foster, who was the secretary there, and his, and his brother was the um, the manager. And he was, like, ringing me on Christmas Day saying, yeah, we're having a pitch inspection. We want this game to be on because we're expecting a big crowd. And I was all up for that. I was like, yeah, let's get the game on, blah, blah, blah. Now I'd be like, nah, mate, just call it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> experience
1: well that's it and i i would be interested to know players thoughts on those on those fixtures as well but i i think it's one of those the higher the higher up you go the the footballing ladder the more the expectation obviously increases on people's people's time and people's commitment but then i suppose that the counter argument to that is that the lower down you go is there a need for these these Boxing Day fixtures? Do the do the clubs actually want them? Do the players want them? And um, do the referees want them? I, I think it's a polarising thing. I think if we were to put something on social media this week, um, I reckon half of half of the community would say, well, they they could do without them, and half would say, well, no, actually, it's a nice occasion. It gets me out of the house. I spend too much time with the family anyway. So let's go referee a game of football. I think it's one of those, isn't it?
0: careful what you're saying now Luke because I know the social media director sat quite close to you but is that the reason why you (laughs) go out on Boxing Day?
1: Yeah I am definitely open on Boxing Day and I'm definitely going to Nuneaton so (laughs) (laughs) read into that what you will. (laughs) I don't know what what that is in uh,
0: the social media director's hand it looks like some sort of some sort of offensive gesture being (laughs) waved
1: in my face but that's fine.
0: Is so E3 coming her way anytime soon? Is it still called an E3?
1: It is, yeah. So is I it? might not be going to the meeting if I'm suspended.
0: Uh, but she should be suspended. I mean, James Campbell will know all about those. He's had more e3s right. than uh, than London. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving There's on. <laughs> right. So uh, this week in episode number seven, stay tuned. We've got all our features. I say our usual features, we only started them last week, but they seem to have gone down quite well. Yeah, stay tuned with us, and uh, we'll see if Joe Wilmer can be usurped from the top spot. Okay, so welcome back to part two of For Ref's Sake. We have now got our next feature. It's called... Six of the best. I've actually remembered the name of the feature this week, which is a, a bonus. And uh, Luke, you're on a streak of one, so I'm told.
1: Yeah, w- yeah, one's good.
0: That means you got the question right last week. When Joe Wilmer asked you um, the, the question to, I think it was the, the football question. No, was it? it was a referee question, wasn't it? it was about, um, yeah, it was the FA Cup final referee, Cup. wasn't it?
1: It was Craig Poulsen was the answer.
0: And you came through. Somehow. So we've got a young a young gun this week we've got Sam Lee. Uh, some would say he's got the shortest name in football in Northamptonshire football, for definite.
1: Yeah, alongside Tom Ash, who's no longer a registered referee.
0: That's correct. Although uh, Rob Evans is also quite short in terms of name, and, and so are you. Yourselves. So are you? Yourselves, like Luke Scott's only nine letters in that name. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's give him a call. Um, I did speak to him earlier, and he wasn't feeling too confident.
1: That, that's not a great start. It's not, but,
0: I mean, he is going up <laughs> against uh, Joe Woolmer, who's uh, obviously one of the most intelligent people in Northamptonshire football. Is he? No, he's not. I mean, the <laughs> last time I asked him what his IQ was, he said it was at MB's last Saturday. <laughs> hey! <laughs> 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 <Good. laughs> i mean been saving that went up. Right, so I'm going to give him a call. Uh, hopefully, okay. modern te- modern technology is going to not... Well, it's not going to fail us. Um
1: I assume he's not—he's not, he's not going to be drunk, having watched the England game. Nah, he's if a professional athlete. this post England winning the World Cup.
0: I don't think so. I think you know. I don't think there's many places to go when you're living in the uh, out in the sticks in uh, in Woodford House down that area. So let's give him a call anyway, and let's see what happens. And uh, be on your toes because, uh, as I said, you've got a uh, a reputation and a streak to follow. Good evening, Sam. Can you hear us?
2: I can indeed.
0: Oh, Good he's evening. there. Step one completed. Happy days. So, Sam, um, our recording times are a bit out of sync this weekend because uh, we recorded some on Friday night before the England game and now we're recording this um, after the England game, which won't surprise you from <laughs> some respect to this podcast. <laughs> um, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I said to Luke just now, um you're not feeling too confident of beating Joe Wilmer.
2: No, I'm not. No. I think Joe Wilmer's got a little bit more um general knowledge and general um intellect than what I
1: have at times. Yeah, um, well I that's think a we, concern, all, we all know that. That's a real that's a real concern.
0: I mean at least <laughs> <laughs> chances are though, Sam, you'll probably finish above him on the merit table, so you know, this quiz is <laughs> insignificant. In, in,
2: in <laughs> 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 well, absolutely.
0: Our social media director said to us this week that we need to spend a little bit more time in introducing uh, our guests in case they don't know who you are. So, Sam, would you like to introduce yourself, apart from your name, obviously, because everyone knows your name by now.
2: Uh, Yeah, so I'm a 22-year-old Level 3 referee um, from Daventry. Um, Just been newly promoted to the level. Um, And, yeah, been refereeing now about seven, eight years, I believe.
0: I mean, it's not Tinder, mate, but, you know, uh, are you single?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, no. That's a a different conversation.
0: (laughs) Not for this podcast, anyway. So, (laughs) um, we've got six questions. The rules are very simple. Um, It's called Six of the Best, so you get six questions. It's how it works. Uh, They're all different categories. You've got one joker, where that that round is worth double points. And unlike what I said last week, where I said it it was out of eight points, it's actually out of seven points. Thanks, Bev, for pointing out my... uh, Mathematics misdemeanor, um, but there's also um, a, a, a possibility of you asking Luke if you don't um, know the answer to that question, apart from the final round. So is, it, uh, is that quite clear how it works?
1: I think that's very clear. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ah, good lad. Um, I told you he was he was clever. He's doing he's doing well on this. I mean, uh, we had to explain it about three times to uh, to Joel Wilmer before he understood it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. So so
0: far so good. Right. So. You know, in, in the interest of fairness, you are, you know, quite a young person. So um, I've kept, I haven't, you know, asked you about 1964 or anything like that. So question number one, um, general knowledge question, nice, easy um, introduction into it. You can ask Luke on this round if you wish to. But what is the name of King Charles's youngest son?
2: Youngest son. Uh, Prince Harry.
0: Uh, right, so Joe started this last week. He said it was a, he was locking it in. Are you locking that in?
2: I'm locking that in. I'm oh. fairly confident of oh. that one.
0: So it's going for Harry. Uh, okay, question number two. Um, this is a refereeing question, uh, Sam. Ooh. Yeah, so um, <laughs> if you don't know the answer, you can ask Luke. So I'm going to give you a few options on this because, uh, you know, I'm a fair guy. So there have been um, some w- lovely World Cup football games going on. And uh, I would like you to tell me how many referees, and I'm talking about the pe- the people with the whistle, not people who like, wear flags about and stuff like that, how many referees were selected for World Cup 2022? Was it 30, 36, or 48?
2: Um, do you know what? I am going to ask Luke on this one and see what he thinks. I've got a <laughs> feeling it's thirty six, but I don't know. If I'm brutally uh, honest,
0: I don't know. Don't let that cloud your judgment, Luke. You go with what you think. So it was thirty, thirty six, or forty eight, Luke. What are you thinking?
1: Um, I, I don't have a clue. Um, <laughs> I. Why would you say 36, Sam? Uh, My logic
2: is that you think of how many games they've got to cover um, and not all the referees are going to be just used for in the middle. They're also going to be used on other duties like fourth official VAR. Um, There's going to be quite a lot, but I don't think there's going to be any more than the 48. If that makes sense, but it's not
1: as low as thirty, so I've gone in the middle. Okay. Um, I, I I don't mind that logic, Sam. Um, I, I I don't know how many referees have taken to the World Cup, um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'd agree with your logic on 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 thirty six.
2: Yeah,
0: let's go for it. Let's go final answer thirty six. Locking it in thirty six. Right. So question number three then. Uh this question, Sam, is all about uh geography.
2: Oof. Oof.
0: Good job you didn't ask Luke on this one. So um if what you were I uh, I've probably got more of a chance of me getting that one right <laughs> than the last one. <laughs> in um if you were in Hampton Court, um quite local to Hampton and Richmond FC for you referees amongst you, or Greenwich Park, which river would you be overlooking? Uh,
2: tens,
1: final answer. Tens, wow. okay. That was confident.
0: It was confident, yeah. Question number four. It's a football question. We haven't played your, your joker yet, by the way. It's still available. You've got oh yeah, one. You have
1: need, Let need to remember that, Sam. Let's
2: play the joker. Let's oh. play the joker on, oh. the, on
0: the football. Okay. So, um, I'm a celebrity who's just finished. There's a tenuous link here. And uh, I think he was like the king of the jungle a while back, Harry Harry Redknapp. Um, He was manager of the same football team twice in between 2002 and 2008. But which football team was it?
2: I've got two. It's either Portsmouth or Tottenham. Um they're the two which stand out I
0: I mean Sam if only Rob Evans was here being a Tottenham <laughs> fan we could have asked him but obviously he's not and uh, you're going to have to know. Go. I've already
2: used me out to hope
0: you have you have um, what are you um, reckon let's
2: let's go Portsmouth final answer I feel like he's had a better um, like you know links with them hasn't he and done well under them
0: okay uh Question number five is literature and children's what? literature.
1: Sammy, you, you're going to be right that. up on you. You're going to be all right.
0: So um, there is a series of books written by Jeff Kinney. Jeff Kinney, that's K-I-N-N-E-Y. But what is the name of the series of books?
2: Oh, I feel like I should know this given my background. But I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go for the Mr. Men. The
0: Mr. Men? Final answer. Final yeah. answer. Yeah,
2: okay. like, And the little Miss people as well. Those ones. <laughs> the and shape ones.
0: Other pronouns are available. Um, <laughs> question, and the final question is number six. And it's a music question. So um, my question to you, Sam, is... Um, you might know this song. This one, Andy Wilson, I'm dedicating this to you. We don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 no. But which film does that song come from?
2: Wow. First of all, it's fantastic singing, Wayne. Um, yeah, can, you, can
0: you do that again, mate?
2: Yeah, yeah. We don't <laughs> talk
0: about Bruno. Yeah, that's all you're getting. Um,
2: yeah, brilliant. that's, no, that's fine. It, it's from Encanto.
1: Oh, man. That well, was right. That was... You, uh, tell you what, Sam. Do you want to say that with any more confidence? <laughs>
2: uh, t- I, t- I tell you what, my sisters watched that many a time. I can thank her for that. It's right,
0: right. Wow. So all six questions done. You asked. You asked the host on the old uh, refereeing question again. Second week in a row. I think that was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's almost. So like I think I
1: know about refereeing, mate. <laughs> but,
0: um. Let's go through the answers. And let's hope I um I press the right buttons, um, as I give you the answers. So number one was uh who who was King Charles youngest son, who is, he still is, he hasn't hasn't changed, and you said uh, Prince Harry. (laughs) It is correct, one point. Hopefully our social media director is uh, keeping count of these, because as evidenced last week, I was pretty poor at scoring the round.
1: (laughs) You should be taking notes.
0: Good. The thumb up came across the screen. Question number two was... um, how many referees were at, or are at, World Cup 2022? You said 36. There was a little bit of uh, thinking going on there. You are correct. It is 36. So that's two in a row, Wayne, yeah? It is two in a row. Um, I mean, I don't know what he was talking about, them being fourth officials and doing other stuff, because that's actually not true.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, ad- admittedly, I, I I glossed over that part, um, I got it right. That's the main thing.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for uh, clarifying. Uh, Question three was about geography. Hampton Court Palace and Greenwich Park uh, are based near which river? That's street. Nice. River Thames is correct. Have you been to Hampton Court Palace, uh, Sam? I haven't.
2: Oh, I haven't. No, no, no. Is it a place to go?
0: Oh, reason? yeah. If you love your uh, Tudor history, you know, please don't be like that, Luke. I can see you on the screen and, you know, pretending to fall asleep. It is very interesting, I think you'll find.
1: Yeah, for certain people. Perhaps not for a referee <laughs> podcast, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, question, um,
0: if you're laughing, by the way, Sam, I can deduct points because I am the quiz host. <anyway>. Apologies Question before Joke around Double points This is a tough one Wasn't it Harry Redknapp Big. Was he manager of Portsmouth or Tottenham You said Or was it Southampton Or was it somebody else It was Portsmouth Yes Bloody hell yeah, you, you're Full house so far
2: Not bad This is where it all Goes downhill though I reckon
0: Well the next one Was about the um, The series of Children's books um, Written by Jeff Kinney Luke did you know The answer to this one
1: Absolutely not.
0: No, um, oh, I can tell you it wasn't the Mister Men books um, because I can tell you those were written by Roger Hargreaves or Adam ah, Hargreaves. Ah, didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so when Roger died, um, his son took over the of legacy of that uh, series. His name is Adam as well, and he continues to write those books. Just thought you'd like to know that. Yeah. But uh, so there's a big.
1: <laughs>
0: the answer is Diary of a Wimpy Kid.
1: Hmm.
2: No, new I ones never,
1: as well. I, I'd
0: have right. never got that. You won't forget that one in hurry, will you? And the final question, um question number six. Well, you were confident, weren't you? We don't talk yeah. about go on, go on, Luke, you have a little go.
1: Um we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, I mean for, for Luke singing.
0: <laughs>
3: It's a bit unfair, but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> double, by
0: the way. Um, so, yeah, so I make that um, six out of seven, but I could I could be wrong. I'm looking, I'm waiting for the, the social media director's big thumbs up on the screen.
1: Yeah, yeah, six out of seven.
0: <laughs> <She's> <laughs> means, that means that wilma has been usurped as top of the leaderboard already.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Wayne. No. Um, I'd like to say I'm shocked, but I'm not.
0: There'll be tears in the streets of Moulton tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Apologies,
2: Joe.
0: Don't apologise to him. Don't apologize no, don't. To no. Him. No. Right, so thanks for joining us, uh, Sam. Well done for no being top, top of the leaderboard. How does it feel?
2: <laughs> it, it feels good. I mean, it's probably the closest I'm going to get to the top of any leaderboard anytime soon. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it.
1: I like your self-confidence. Ah, uh, you know,
2: season's going great.
1: Oh no! Don't talk about that. We don't talk about seasons.
0: No, no, no. Thanks, Sam.
1: Take care. Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye Bye. Cheers, mate.
3: What a tune this is.
0: welcome to our next guest our next guest the one and only it is daryl horner welcome to the show daryl
4: hello welcome how are you doing yeah not too bad thank you
0: you sound really excited to be on the show oh are, yeah are you nervous
4: <laughs> excited yeah of course of course, I'm in the presence of two legends. <laughs>
0: well, there's Phoebe at home. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog. Actually, she's not, funny
4: enough. But
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we've got you on the show this week because we want to talk a few things uh, refereeing, obviously, because um, that's what the show's all about. So, first thing I want to ask you is, you seem to have been old forever. <laughs> Ever since <laughs> I've known you, you seem to have been old. <laughs> no. How long yeah. have you been... in? football refereeing because I can't remember when we first met
4: well I started refereeing in 2008 2009 uh so quite quite late in life for me I was in my 40s late 40s then no hang on what we're we talking 15 years ago yeah m- mid 40s early 40s so yeah um so yeah I have always been old <laughs> in in uh, your eyes for sure <laughs> So when did
0: you move to Northampton because you're not are you in Northampton born and bred or not
4: No not at all no uh, we moved from Bracknell uh in 2001 uh moved for work i was working in Milton Keynes so uh, yeah i we somehow chose Northampton as a place to live and uh and here we are still here What a place Yeah never look back Uh, No, actually, haven't haven't really.
0: So you qualified in Northampton?
4: Yes, yes, I didn't. uh, Yeah, I was still playing, actually, when uh, I moved from um, Berkshire. I was still playing Sunday League. I played into, uh, yeah, I played up until I couldn't play anymore. Well, I couldn't play when I was younger, but I, I, uh, yeah, became a a little less fit and uh, a little less... uh, tolerant of the, the the knocks and bruises that I was getting so uh, yeah I took up refereeing uh, from really fr- from from a coaching position as a lot of people do when I was coaching my son and uh, ended up refereeing a lot of his games and I thought you know what it'd probably be better if I uh, if I understood a bit about the laws of the game and what I was doing so I, I took the course purely because I'd do a better job of that and uh, and it all went on from there
1: because I was I was about to say uh, what what was your motivation um so thanks for reading my mind on that one um, yeah. but uh, as as you've as you've heard probably in in previous episodes we we run a lot of courses in in Northampton um or Northamptonshire yeah. and a majority of the candidates that we get and a large majority of the candidates we get are under the age of 18 so um yeah i suppose the 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 other question to that is what what do you think the what, what, what more do you think we could do to attract older candidates onto those courses, which obviously we're desperate for, just to cover some of those adult Sunday games and adult Saturday games?
4: Again, it's, it's a hard one because I guess, uh, you know, like you say, there's got to be some motivation. My my motivation wasn't to be a referee on those games necessarily. It was more to be, you know, to do a better job on my my kids' games. But I was actually, I enjoyed it so much that I carried on doing it. So I guess trying to attract people in the first place, maybe, you know, just, just get them hooked on, on that side of it. Just, you know, if if you want to just know the laws of the game and that sort of thing, uh, and just do a few games even, because I'm sure it would help us, even if we could get referees that, even if they're not refereeing every single week, uh, if they're refereeing a couple of times a month or something, uh, that, that would help us immensely. So, uh, yeah, I think people... Probably think they have to be um, refereeing, you know, constantly and out of the house every weekend and what have you, uh, when that's not necessarily the case. So, maybe yeah, that's, that's one way to go. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
4: Do you
0: remember where you did your course in, in Northampton?
4: Yeah, Bugbrook, um, with the three Pete's, the legendary three Pete's uh, Pete Thompson, Pete Ratton, and Pete Spink.
0: Wow. No, that is old. <laughs> Bless Um, them. So you you still you probably referee more now than you (laughs) probably did at the start because you're you're doing Saturdays, I believe, uh, Sunday mornings, and Sunday afternoons.
4: How would Uh, you cope? (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm not really sure how I cope. I, I, I'm not sure how I cope, but the fact that I'm coping uh, keeps me doing it. Um, I, I suppose one day I might not be able to cope so well and uh, and, and that's when I'll cut back a bit. But, um, yeah, I just I enjoy it so much. And, um, you know, all the leagues are, are really good. Um, you know, they look after you. Like the Sunday league, for instance, a lot of people are put off Sunday mornings, but actually... Especially the Nen League, I think, have, have made really big strides into helping referees and uh, and making the games better for us. Um, you always get the odd the odd one here and there. That's a difficult game, but uh, that's the challenge, isn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoy all the leagues. I, I referee on and, and and the youth league in the on the Sunday afternoons. Ndyal. Um, again, that's a nice, nice sort of. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say wind down. It's not always. Sometimes they're <laughs> they're really tough games. They're not. I can't. I can't claim can two of them are easy. not Too many of them are easy. But uh, yeah, uh, it's um, it, it's just nice to to referee different types of games and, and get that experience. So
1: you're going you're going promotion this season. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yes, I am. Yeah. Five to
1: four. Yeah. Okay. Um, so doing that volume of games um every weekend is 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 there a mindset change is there a change in your approach between perhaps the Saturday games and you know let let's keep it uh, relative to adult football for the time being so a, a mindset change between the, the Saturday afternoon stuff and the Sunday morning stuff
4: um it's a great question there is a, a, a there has to be a little bit of a change because because it's a different level of football um so and an expectation so on a saturday i guess you're uh, you're thinking more about uh, what the expectation is uh, you know whether it's whether it's cautions whether it's uh, you know being up with play and all that sort of thing um and positioning i know you talked about that quite a lot uh, a couple of weeks ago on this and um yeah so you're, you're thinking a lot about that and on a sunday morning I, I my mindset is more about Practising, if you like, or, or, or you know, um, just just being better at refereeing and, and and concentrating on the things that maybe I need to concentrate on to make myself a better referee.
1: That's that's an interesting point because I, I I did I did a handful of Sunday morning games last season um, for for the NTFA and generally I was using those games when I was. Perhaps in a in a spot of bad form in my Saturday games and, and encountering or I say encountering problems, probably more accurately causing myself problems. Um, <laughs> but but you're right. Those those Sunday morning games are an opportunity to just sort of reset your mindset, reset your approach, and and just make sure that um, you really are going back to back to basics and not trying to overcomplicate things in those uh, perceived higher profile, more challenging games on a on a Saturday afternoon. So. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think that's a, that's a useful mindset to have,
4: for sure, for sure. And that's a really good point about uh, you know just sort of resetting yourself and uh, and just um, yeah, not, not overcomplicating, not overthinking everything because you, you tend to do that quite a lot, especially on the, on the Saturday games and and being observed, you might start overthinking what you're doing. Whereas, like you say, half the time, just take the simple approach, and you probably get it right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and on your your Saturday afternoon stuff, are you are you one of those those referees that have taken the opportunity to move on to the Spartan or what we call the dark side?
4: <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, sorry. Don't uh, <laughs> don't, don't cut me off or straight away, Wayne. Um, yeah, but I, I do a bit of both. So I, I, I'm uh, I, I still do the UCL as well. Um, but what I've found is certainly at the moment, uh, Div One games on the Spartan are, are aren't, aren't too much travelling. Um, there's quite a lot of local teams still, so a lot of teams that we we've all grown to know and love from uh, from the UCL. So uh, yeah, why not? Why not do a bit of both?
0: Right, Luke, let's not beat him under bush here, right? I'm going I'm going in two foot here because I heard recently that Mr Horner went down to Pottstown United. Now we had Bevon last week. And one of the things that um, we discussed were the sausages and the cake. So I guess was it sausages, and was there cake? Um,
4: It wasn't sausages. Oh, I'm trying to think what it was.
0: Breaking news.
4: I think it might have been chili. I can't remember now. It it wasn't the the, the, well, the the main course, I suppose, wasn't as memorable as the cakes.
0: The (laughs) The main course. I mean, what? what, what, Which football (laughs) club can you go to where you where you're talking about the main course and the dessert? I mean, the starter starter came out was prawn cocktail. Had a bit of that. Yeah,
4: Yeah, I didn't quite get a starter or a a, yeah, (laughs) not not quite an aperitif. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was very good.
0: Luke, I'm going to pick up a point you made there because I don't think this gets discussed enough. Where you said about referee form, that's like a concept, isn't it? No one go because you're as a referee, you're treated as you know black and white, right or wrong. What do you mean by referee form? Just see if you can embellish that point a little bit.
1: Well, I, I think in the in the same way you'd expect players to have have a period where they're perhaps either performing really well or, or performing a little bit below their their ex, expectations and perhaps their manager's expectations for them. Um, uh, uh, you know, an example of which was was this season for me. Um, I probably had a, a three or four game period where. There was big decisions to be made, and I um, I appear to be getting them wrong um for for whatever reason, and and it it all started from a red card, uh, a red card that that got appealed and overturned in in a game at Alverchurch, um, and and from them, uh, from then I think that kind of knocked my confidence a little bit, um, and and it goes back to a point that Daz made about overthinking things a little bit, so you're almost. You know, the FA have got this phrase of where's your next problem coming from and and making sure you're prepared for your next problem. Um, And I think that's that's a really useful thought process. But also, I think if you if you overthink that, it's a dangerous process. And I I was certainly overthinking um, in the aftermath of that red card being overturned. I was overthinking far too much. Where is my next big decision coming from? And almost. I don't tend to panic about many things, but, you know, I was really overthinking about where that next big decision was coming from, what I was going to do, whether it was going to be right before it even happened. Um, So, you know, whether it was a penalty, whether it was another red card, whatever the decision may have been, in my head, I was trying to justify to myself what it was going to be and, and what I was going to give before I'd even given it. And that really affected... The rest of my game. So yeah, I was definitely out of form for a period of three or four games this this season, um, a couple of months ago. So confidence is a big thing. Then when you talk about form,
0: you're really talking about being having the confidence to give those big decisions because that's what referees judge. I, I on, really. guess
1: I guess it is an element of confidence. Yeah, and and um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a confidence in in your own ability, but also it, it's about being able to make sure that you're doing the basics. So again, I talked, we talked with about the reset and and doing a Sunday morning game, just a lot less pressure. Go out and do your thing, and and remember how to referee in from a from a a basic level from a refereeing point of view, not not from a football standard point of view, but going out there and just actually concentrating on doing what what the basics of refereeing is. Um, Whereas it can be easy in those, in those games on a Saturday, where perhaps you have got over a 200 people watching, you have got an observer in the stand. There is an element, uh, a bit more element of pressure from from the club mark point of view, because um, obviously that affects where we sit in certain merit tables and things like that. All of those things chucked into a pot, plus the fact that you, in the back of your mind, you've got you've got the fact that you've had a red card overturned recently, can all play into the fact that. You're going to overthink things, and the moment you start overthinking things as a referee, you see too much, or you try and justify what what you haven't seen so that you don't have to make those big decisions because you know that you run the risk of upsetting people by making those big decisions. Even by this conversation, you can see how much I was overthinking things. <laughs> I mean, I, I um, thought Dal was the guest, mate, but you, can, you carry
4: on. It's much more interesting.
0: So, Let's, so Luke's already, uh, you know, mentioned about uh, you under promotion scheme. Um, mm-hmm. What re- realistically, where do you see? What do you see your future plans for refereeing? So you know, we're not being rude, and I know I call you the Silver Fox and everything, but <laughs> you you are in the autumn, let's say, of your refereeing career. So what? Oh, what's the long? For sure, term? Right. No, I I, no,
4: Let's be realistic about it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to go uh, too far. I'm, I'm, I'm quite. Comfortable with the fact that I, it, it, if and hopefully I will get to level four, um, that will probably be it for me. But I, you know, it's how long I can maintain that as well, maintain my fitness and uh, uh, and those sorts of levels, and um, yeah, do that for you know a few seasons or however many seasons I can do it for. Um, I one of the reasons I haven't done it in the past. I've been in level five for I don't know ninety three years or whatever. Um, <laughs> because uh, work commitments and what have you wouldn't have uh, allowed me to do so many midweeks. But uh, that's better now, especially working from home. I'm not away from, from home uh, as often as I used to be. So it's um, it, it's good for me to to do it now. So uh, yeah, it's just a case of, of wanting to be able to say, yeah, I got, I got to level four and I did a level, you know, I was level four for a few seasons or however many seasons I can do it for. Uh, when I do get to the the winter of my career and decide rather (laughs) than running around the pitch anymore, I want to sit in the stands and upset people's days by uh, ticking boxes and things. Is
0: that why your wife lets you do Sunday mornings and Sunday afternoons, because you're at home more, so she wants to get rid of you for a day?
4: I think that's probably (laughs) it, yeah. So
0: going back to, um, obviously Luke and I know you very well. Um, We've known you for a a while now. So you, um, or I when I was first chairman of the um and secretary of the referees association I uh, kind of I think that was when you first kind of got just like me um uh, pretty much bullied into getting involved but now you are quite an active force what why what's the what's the purpose what do you think the benefits are of joining the referees association
4: um everything <laughs> really but it's funny because when I did my course in Bugbrook, that at the end of the course that the, the referees course they they gave you the ra leaflets and they they told you what the ra was all about and uh, you know the insurance schemes and the the, the 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 get-togethers and and everything like that and and it was a no-brainer to join it was you know one match fee and um you know it, it, as i say it was a no-brainer it was just just everybody just joined the ra uh, that's what you did uh, because then you were part of a team a club or whatever you want to call it um, so, yeah, that's that's why I joined the RA in the first place and then getting involved with, with the committee and everything is just, you know, be, because it needs to keep going. It it, it, it it We do need an RA. We do need an association where referees can get together on a monthly basis and talk about the games, talk about incidents, talk about how they're feeling or whatever because, uh, you know, we all know refereeing is a very lonely job.
0: It is when you're uh, you sat in here with Luke every week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially if I'm, if I'm in a bad patch of form, mate. Honestly, oh,
0: it's yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my word. I'm not of this episode.
1: Okay, <laughs> might have put a little
0: warning before it. The
1: good thing is, I'm out of the bad patch now, so it's fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and uh, go on.
0: Happy ending. <laughs> oh, bless him. Bless him. Look at his little face. Um, so, you know, the Horner family are now kind of synonymous. It's a good word is isn't it? With refereeing. That's so right. you've got yeah. um you've got your daughter involved. And I don't want to go too deeply into this because I uh, probably wanna get her on the on the show in future episodes. It's like, 'cause don't give any spoilers out. But how did you did do you think she um took up refereeing because of you? Or did she did you say to her, Why don't you do it? Or did she come to you and say, Can I do it?
4: It was um well, it, it it was mainly her doing. So so what happened was um again my youngest son Andrew was was playing for Hackleton Harriers and we used to go and watch every week and, and I helped coach and I'd end up refereeing, like I said. And Phoebe used to run the line. She, she used to love running the line. Whoever the referee was, she she she'd do the line. And I said, Look, Phoebe, why you know, why don't you do the course and, and see how you get on when you when you do the line, you'll know what you're doing a bit more. She said, "Great idea, yeah I'll do that," uh, and and it went on from there. And again, she's uh, well, like you say, I don't want to say too much or give too many spoilers for for a, a much better episode uh, later on. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it she, she got into it and she loves it. Which is great. I love. I, you know, it's, it's fantastic. haven't it? somebody in the family you can talk to about refereeing. We can, you know, sound off to each other after games and and all sorts. It's, it, you know, that's that's really helpful to both of us.
1: This was it. Is was it ever a, a a thought process from you to
4: the wearable take a step blood back pressure back monitor from that's, from that's clinically, clinically so
1: that you could go and support or proven watch and, and trusted guide globally and offer to deliver comprehensive blood pressure. if you're out. Um, as much as you're, you're saying you are Saturdays, Sundays, then I, I guess that the opportunity to, to go and watch and feedback to Phoebe is, is fewer from your perspective.
4: Yeah. Uh, so certainly when she started out, uh, and especially when she started doing so, so obviously she, she started when she was 17, might've been 16, but certainly 17. Uh, and, um, so I would, I would go and watch her when she was doing, especially the older age groups, because she was only doing youth football then. Um, when she started doing adults, then, then I, I started to go and watch her a lot more. So I was, I, I was sort of closing uh, dates quite a lot. Uh, I didn't do Sundays so much uh, because most of her games were on a Sunday. And, uh, yeah, I'd go and watch her and, and, like you say, give her feedback. But it became very apparent very quickly that she knew exactly what she was doing and didn't really need me to, to be watching her all the time. And, and, and she gets on with it. And uh, as I say, it's it's only really after the game when we come home. Um, you know, I'll talk to her about my game. She'll talk to me about hers and uh, we'll laugh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, uh, and as I say, it's it's really helpful. I think all referees uh, like to talk about their games and the incidents they've had, which is going back to the the RA meeting up once a month is is a great way to do that. At one
1: point, then, I thought you were I thought you were going to try and take credit for how good Phoebe is at refereeing, but you you, you <laughs> did you did manage to to, to steer away from that.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, she didn't
0: need
2: me,
3: <laughs> not at all. Absolutely,
0: absolutely not. Because <laughs> I've seen a referee to be <laughs> fair, but um. Yeah, let, let, let's finish off then by um, saying, you know, thanks for joining us uh, today. It's a Friday night, which is a bit weird because we normally record this on a Sunday. But apparently, there's a game on Sunday or something that lots oh, of people there? are watching. I've not, I don't know. I mean, is it the game
4: I'm refereeing or? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, I don't want to go into this now, but apparently, you know, some of your players are playing. But you, where you from, Bracknell? You live in Northampton and you're a Manchester City supporter and I don't know how that works. It's all a bit confusing for me, but, you know, I um, just one of it's those because things. because I don't really
4: have a hometown, Wayne. <laughs> what, like not Bracknell town? You, <laughs> you must have been there, living. No, I, I, I No, I didn't come from Bracknell, no. Where, you bo- where no, were you no, born? I was born in Germany. What? what? Yeah, <laughs> I was born in Hanover in Germany. I, my dad was in the army, so, uh, yeah, I moved around a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, spr- and, you chose, and you chose Northampton unbelievable <laughs> I know yeah Sprechen Sie Deutsch Cyprus for a while and I've ended up here how does that happen
0: <laughs> Herr Hohner Sprechen Sie Deutsch
4: only a little
0: bit ambition ambition <laughs> ambition <laughs> <laughs> right thanks mate it's, uh, we'll see you on Thursday won't we we'll see you this Thursday when this episode uh, comes out uh,
4: when you see me, yes, you will see me. <laughs> yeah, see you know, like that. Yeah, meeting. I was to think if I had something else on. We've been plugging every week
0: <laughs> since we've been here because yeah, Joshie Josh o Smith Smith Dog is coming down, um, all the way from market deep in. He's coming down to join us and he's going to talk to us about his SG2 career. Um, and we're, we're going to have a little quiz as well. And I know you like a little quiz, uh, yeah. but yeah, thanks for joining us, mate. We'll uh, we'll catch up soon, no doubt.
4: Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll uh, I look forward to seeing you all Thursday. Fantastic. Cheers,
0: Take care. Cheers. So welcome back to the final part of the Sake. Our next feature is, it's all about you, ref. So we've got 20 questions Luke to ask. An unsuspecting match official from Northamptonshire.
1: Yeah, and that, that went really well last week, I thought.
0: It did. I mean, we were scraping the barrel with the guests, but uh, I suppose you can't, beggars can't be choosers.
1: Well, yeah, but the only way is up, I would suggest.
0: Right, so I'm going to try and ring this referee now, and I'm hoping that it's going to uh, going to work. You know, they don't know we're going to call them, and uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Bear with one second. It's ringing.
1: Maybe they're in the toilet. <laughs> that would be unfortunate.
0: Hello. You
3: all right mate. Hello. Hello.
0: This is uh this is Wen Chalmers here from the uh for the podcast. Uh, can I speak to Thomas Cook, please? <laughs>
3: you are speaking to him.
0: Oh, 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 oh this is. lovely. Look at this guy. Who's
2: that? Who's that?
0: <laughs> Just for everyone's benefit, Thomas. Um, whereabouts are you right now?
3: I'm currently sat on a random street in New York. As you do. Weirdly,
1: are. why 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 wouldn't you be, mate? Why wouldn't you?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, yeah. we, we, we've, all, we've seen the social media posts, you know, you have a basketball <laughs> game, baseball game, living it up, living <laughs> La Vida Loca in uh, American's Big Apple. Is that what it's called, the Big Apple? working hard.
3: It? Yeah,
1: working hard. Sounds like it, mate. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: how this works, Cookie, is um, we're going to introduce you first because our social media director tells us we have to introduce our guests now because, as um, this as if you're not famous enough amongst the world of refereeing. Um, so, <laughs> so you are a what a level? Are you level technically still a level three? Is that what they're called? Or
3: I'll, I'll rely on Luke's input on this one, but I I hold a flag. Yeah.
0: Hold a flag. Who for?
3: Um. Anyone, really. Normally
0: Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Normally Rob Evans, yeah. Uh, we were just talking and saying that um, uh, the calibre of guests this week is much higher than last week. Um, no offence to Rob. i I let
3: you down. What? No, You're no. Down no this, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, we, we were scraping the barrel last week. We were struggling, so... And we knew Rob would answer his phone <laughs> because he had nothing better to do, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you are kind of sharing your your time between... England and the United States at the moment. Is there a reason for that? Is it? Did you want to get away from the cold yeah. weather? Although isn't it quite cold in New York at the moment as well?
3: I, I didn't fancy going to unnamed National League grounds in January, and February. So yeah, I thought I'd try and get myself away, have an
1: excuse. I like the way you kept those grounds unnamed. That, that was good.
3: You never, you never know where things are going to surface these days. So. And
1: yeah, you never. <laughs> uh, you know what, Cookie? You never know who's listening. <laughs> No, no. I do. I can name <laughs> both. Of
0: th- I can name both of them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you.
0: So how uh, this is going to work, Cookie? Cookie is, um, I'm going to ask you a question, and then you're going to give an answer. Um, I'm sure there'll be some lulls along the way, and then uh, Luke's going to ask you a question, and there's some, you know, very important in, in, intelligence that we're trying to work out from you. Okay, so it's all about called. Uh, it's all about you, Ref, because it's all about you. Are you ready? I am ready. Good, good man. Right, so question number one How long have you been refereeing?
3: I think we're at 16 years now. Past when I was 14 up at Bogbrook St Michael.
0: It wasn't the Three Bloody Pates again, was it? <laughs>
3: uh, it was. Yeah, well, no, Paigey did a bit.
0: Oh. Ah. There you, yeah.
3: And yeah. Our, our certain Mr. Doherty was also on that course, yeah. Oh, Mr. Spink, too. Keep dropping those names.
0: <laughs> They're all still alive, which is a bonus, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: that is well, a yeah, bonus,
1: really. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Cookie, I'm going to ask you a uh, question, too, which is what is your favorite book?
3: Where's my favorite book?
1: Yeah. And and I'll be honest, Ooh, you, Bearing um, in mind that bearing in mind we had Rob Evans last week, and 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 he defaulted to the laws of the game. I'm hoping you're going to give a more insightful answer than that.
3: No, mine's actually quite a cool one. That I'd highly recommend to everyone called "Man's Search for Meaning" by Viktor Frankl. It's a wonderful, wonderful book.
0: You were right, Luke. You were right about this. You said it was going to be something special, and he was an intelligent man. You, I've got to take you that him. off. You're absolutely right.
3: Yeah. Great book. Short read. Well, not for some of the members, but...
0: I mean, (laughs) totally blown me in Luke's mind there because we we haven't got a clue what what you're talking about, but...
1: uh, I'm currently taking notes (laughs) as (laughs) well.
0: Right, question number three, moving on. Um, What is your best refereeing moment?
3: Oh, on the spot there. Um... Oh, I I have to drop it. Uh, my my big game earlier this year, Dagenham South End TV debut. Um, yeah, very surreal experience. Even though I did run into the camera three times, uh, but that was pretty pretty cool. Having your your parents send you pictures of of you on TV. Yeah, I have to say that's that's probably it. Although a close second would be the charity game uh, back at Corby Town with a certain Mister Chalmers, part of that that group as well.
1: Were you on that, Scotty? I can't remember. Yeah, absolutely I was there, mate. Yeah, I'm really disappointed yeah, I've not got a
3: shout-out. Yeah,
1: shout out. yeah, He's got his picture yeah, P- he, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah. Um, it's you, Luke. <laughs> I was just about to take over, but...
1: Yeah, no, you were about to take over. <laughs> um, I- I'm still recovering from not being shouted out from that big charity game at Corby <laughs> Town. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, and, I- and I'm, I'm now going to ask you... and I- I'm going to ask you about your worst refereeing moment. And if I'm involved in this, then I'm going to be really, really upset
3: worst refereeing moment um, yeah th- there's one that springs to mind I'd uh I can't remember where the game was uh, I feel like it was at well Town. Um, it was quite a big game I think it might even have been a final but I, uh, I basically uh, gave a lad a caution and thought, thought it was a second caution and it turned out that he had a twin who I'd cautioned in the first half the twin had gone off. The new twin had come on. So I stuck and yelled at him and sent him off. And he, he's like, why have I been sent off? I said, because I booked you in the first half. <laughs> and he said, no, no, that was, that was my twin brother. And I think it was and about four minutes it. ago. Well, it was a final at Wellingborough Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was about four minutes left. The game had gone pretty well. And, uh, yeah, so I had to basically run over to the goal. So I'm really sorry. I cocked up there. I think it might have been Daryl on a fourth man, actually. Um, yeah, he got well, me out there. Uh, Ironic, got me
1: ironic a bad you situation that day <laughs> just blame him ironic you mentioned Daz uh, he, he there's wherever Daz goes a, a trail of trouble follows
3: I, I think <laughs> on this occasion I had to take the brunt of that myself I mean <laughs> he did say you didn't you didn't book him you booked his twin so okay, the information so given from, is, from, is from is the fourth man, man was quite clear yeah, <laughs> he um, did save
0: me yeah on behalf of Luke Scott I would just like to issue a public apology on on you know on, for F's sake for this um, you know piece of um, total. Well, oh, what would you call it?
1: Well, no. I, uh, admittedly, I've I've just I've just said that that Daryl's not. That, well, Daryl causes problems. He doesn't. Uh, the, the only time I've been out with Daryl is I caused my own problems and I gave a throw in the wrong way. Um... So, <laughs> so basically,
0: yeah. you just slandered Daryl Horner and you're trying to talk your way out of it. Nice one. Yeah, I slandered Daryl Horner. Right, question um, but... number five, Luke. Question number five. yeah what is your favourite food, Cookie? In New York?
3: Oh, no. I'm a big foodie, so it could be anything, but I'll, I'll have to default to pizza. Yeah, pizza with lots of meat on it. Good. Favourite drink? Uh, Oof. oh favourite drink.
1: I am partial to an IPA. Yeah, well. Yeah, uh, Cookie. Having been on a few nights out with you, you're partial to a few different drinks. So I was wondering where you were going to oh, go with oh. that. But yeah, I'll like No, ads. this is what I was deliberating. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right, question number seven then. Uh, and um, I think Rob went for the Carnival de Paris last week. But what is your yeah. favourite song that gets you going?
3: Oh, uh, Sandstorm. Is it the
0: ruse? Oh, it is. Good knowledge as well. Yeah, yeah. That one.
1: Yeah. That is a good one. Um, <laughs> cooking, <you're laughs> before, on. before Wayne gets carried away singing, I'm <laughs> going to jump in and I'm going <laughs> to ask you for your biggest referee and influences. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: well,
1: <laughs> Apart from the two gentlemen
3: on the call, of course. Um, good. Biggest referee and influences. Um, I... I have to say, back in the day, it was it was Rob Page. Um, he kind of took me under his wing a little bit, uh, and yeah, obviously he has since moved on to Pastures New, and yeah, more recently, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be Bertie, hasn't it? I mean, out in out in Qatar doing doing what he does best. So having someone like that at the end of the phone is also pretty cool. I have to say. So yeah, between the two of them.
0: And also, um, we have to have a weekly mention of Bertie, so we've ticked that box this week. Yeah, you've you've really helped us out there, mate, so thank you. Question number nine, Cookie. Uh,
3: which football team do you support? Um, the short answer is Man United. I kind of flipped between what? a few. Man United, the cobblers, yeah. Used to no, I'm a nineties kid, aren't I? So grew up as a glory hunter. Had a few years where I went to watch the cobblers home in away. so they're right at the top of that list. Um, Yeah, between the two of them. Soft spot for
1: Cardiff City as well. Granddad was a Cardiff City fan, so That's mad. There was a a lot of teams mentioned there, but okay. Well, Solskjaer Um, was... Yeah, Solskjaer's
0: been Cardiff United. Never been to the Cobblers, but he's (laughs) been the other two. (laughs) Uh,
1: Cookie, (laughs) I think this next question, I I deem it to be a conflict of interest, but I'm going to ask it anyway uh, because it's on my list and it is the the best ginger referee. I
3: mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, as I'm not a referee
1: anymore, I'd have to say Luke Scott.
0: That's the wrong answer. You you don't have
1: to say that, mate, but I really (laughs) appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Moving on, question number 11. What is your funniest moment in football?
3: Funniest moment in football? Um... Oof, I'd have to say any summer referee, but slim, comical. <laughs> yeah, I feel the pain. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: okay, Mo- moving on from that, and uh, not at all related to the slim slim line of question that, that you've just gone down, um, <laughs> what's your favourite takeaway? see what you did there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Segway, segways is galore, what a treat that is. You guys are getting good at this, I am, i impressed. <laughs> favourite takeaway has to be a curry, yeah, good, good curry. Good. Um,
0: I mean, at the moment, this doesn't really apply to you, but what is your favourite junction on the M1? 15. 15. Yeah, it
3: gets us in that Holiday
1: Inn or whatever it's called.
0: (laughs) It used to be Grange Park. What was it called? What was that?
1: Is it the Grange Inn?
0: It used to be called. It used to be
1: the Grange Inn. It has changed. but I can't remember what it's called now. What a place. Tuesday nights there. Absolute gold dust. Debriefs.
0: Saw Jimmy F- Floyd Hasselbank once in the old holiday inn. Oh, uh, I was with you. Yeah, and I, I was, like, because as, as a Middlesbrough fan, I was desperate to go over and, and speak to him and get a picture, but I didn't.
1: And you bottled it.
0: <laughs> uh, the um, the uh, £17 a pint of cause um, was going <laughs> in at that point. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah we, we'd had a tough night. Um, Tom, I'm going to call you Tom because I can't call you <laughs> what <laughs> I <laughs> normally call you because the next question is, what, what is your nickname? whether it's within football or outside of football?
3: I mean, the, the most common one is cookie, but the one that
1: most people probably won't know,
3: uh, I used, used to have a massive round head as a kid <laughs> and very little hair, so I was called Moonhead. Um, that was that was probably the most frequently used one, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, i tell you what, I didn't know that, I, I, and now I'm going to call you Moonhead for... for from now on I was was digging through the other day
3: trying to find the England shirt and the lads when we were 18 we we got each other a shirt for our birthdays and the nickname I got on the back of it was Moon Aldo Uh, so that that shirt still exists to this day and if if England make it to the final I will proudly wear it good (laughs) good for me like that Um,
0: (laughs) number 15 Uh, what is your go to type of music I bet it's something like slow and jazzy, isn't it?
3: Well, I mean, if we're going for obscure answers, I'm a big fan of uh, the piano guys. Uh, so, yeah, basically anything instrumental to help you sleep, switch off. Uh, yeah, big fan of that, big fan.
0: I have got a clue. I mean, I'm from a council state in the northeast of England, but I haven't got a clue what he's talking about.
1: As as you know, Cookie, Not I've got a musical background, and I, I'm I'm a big fan yeah. of that answer. So no, I'm happy with that. Um, I'm I'm now going to change tact a little bit and ask you what what your favourite council pitch is in Northamptonshire.
3: Favourite council pitch? Um, you shouldn't
0: even need to think about this because I um, I should know the I know the answer to this.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and that's have to say some Park I think
0: pitch yeah, one p- absolutely you should you know that, is, yeah, that was the that home ground corners. the home ground of Dynamo FC Martin Grizzly would be fuming if you didn't say that fuming and rightly so the problem
3: mm- I have with it the problem I have with that pitch is that you get to about January time and there's more leaves in that top goal mark you know what to do with and that has been the uh, the scene of a number of errors in my goalkeeping career that caused me a lot of
1: problems so there's mixed memories it's never, it's never your fault, is it, mate? That's the main thing. I mean, the pitch is, is what it is. Fuck you, do
0: Right, 17. Are you a dog man or a cat man?
3: Dog.
1: Oh, my God. Cats. Waste of space. Pointless. <laughs> Hang about. I've got two of them sat, sat literally on the sofa next to me. Yeah, but they probably what don't cat? listen
0: to the podcast, mate. Uh, true. Yeah. No,
1: they, they do, because I make sure they do. Don't worry about that. Do they include, are they included <laughs> in the listeners? I certainly hope so. Right, go on, Luke. 18. Uh, Cookie, best ground that you have ever had the pleasure of officiating at?
3: Um, it is probably... Oh, it's a tough one. Best ground. I would probably have to say... Notts County, which yeah sums my refereeing career up quite well.
0: Notts County, wow! Wasn't expecting that. It is a, a nice girl, by the way. It's just I've I've also officiated day I officiated day with Akil Housen. Pick that one up. Oh one, no,
3: mate. I got I I've, I've lied there. Uh, I did Villa Park. I've seen pick that one up. Villa Park. That's was the same as last bet. week, wasn't
1: it? Is was that the same as last week? Yeah, yeah was that was that yeah, with was, our esteemed yeah. colleague Rob Evans? I think it might have been, yeah. That's yeah. probably why he's forgotten yeah, about sorry it. About that. Yeah, it's yeah. probably why he's th- forgotten th- about th- that. it. <clears throat> that's probably why it, it, it left your memory so quickly.
0: Right, number nineteen. Yeah. Right, Cookie, as we as we as we all know and you've alluded to with some of your answers, you are an intelligent man. You know for a boy oh. from Northampton, you know, <laughs> working all across the world, um it shows that you've either really good at, really good at blagging or you've got a bit of intelligence <laughs> about you. But, um, no, no. In a team of four, alongside yourself, obviously, um, if you were to pick a quiz team of Northamptonshire referees, who would the other three team members be?
3: Oh, that's that's tough. We're not blessed with brains from from where we're from, are we? Um, I'd probably have to go. I'd go for Andy Humphreys. I'd go for. I would go for for you, Mr. Chalmers. Um and I would go for uh, Dave Jarrett I think Jazzy isn't it? Tell money. Are you, are you sure? <laughs> like,
1: considering considering <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on a I'm on a streak of two out of two. On ask the host and you've not you've not included me in your squad. I wouldn't include I've you. I've dropped you in enough today. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, do you know what Wayne? I couldn't give I, I couldn't give a monkeys what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I can mute. just. Remember, on my line as well, if that makes
3: it better.
0: I've got, I've got a power, loop to mute you but at any point. Do you know what? Do you hang know on, what cookie, Hang on. Before, yeah, before... yeah. Look, see, I can mute you whenever I want, and I just have. <laughs> and again, look, I've done it again. And again. And, and again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the joke's on you because I have to ask the 20th questions. Cookie, uh, who is who is the best referee that you've had the pleasure of working with I thought I muted it's Cookie uh, there for a minute <laughs> I was going to say I thought i probably be muted it because I didn't get a response
3: <laughs> I would have to say Andy Warmer.
1: No, well, I'm I'm sorry. Yep. That's the second week on the trot we've had that answer. I really like yeah. Andy Warmer, but surely. He is a, know, he is a good okay, guy. Cookie, okay, I'm not saying you wrong, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, you yeah, know, maybe we just need to branch out in terms of our guests.
3: Anyway, Cookie,
0: <laughs> question 21 is this. What are you doing tonight in New York? Because that is very important.
3: Uh, I'm about to go to Chelsea Market for some tacos
1: and a couple of drinks. Uh, and likely do some work because I'm boring. You no. are boring, but also, Cookie. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell the listeners a fun fact uh, about about me and you? <laughs> um, there, there are
3: many fun facts. Um, not sure which are appropriate, but we do have the same birthday. Ah, that's right, the one yeah, I was aiming for. I was and just I'm glad about to that say Luke, got that
0: one over the other ones. I was just about to say <laughs> this is a clean podcast these days. You know, I don't want to go into the explicit <laughs> category. So and you've also been to Times Square in some places today, is that true?
3: Yeah, I went to Times Square, watched the England game, um yeah, just had a wander around. So
1: yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting day. Good day. Good win for the boys. And also, Cookie, you're you're a well educated man in the world of football. Um, are we gonna win the World Cup? No. Oh, right. That's not really the answer no. was asked Uh but what's your last <laughs> one on that answer? <laughs> uh Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, okay. What about Carl Walker? <laughs>
3: I think we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> didn't, didn't I think Kyle we'd he... rather have Sam Anderson right back. <laughs> didn't Kyle
0: Walker play for the Cobblers and didn't he play for the Cobblers? He
3: yeah, did, he did yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So he's he's got co- cobblers and Tottenham links, just like just like Rob Evans. And uh I reckon he's gonna be lifting that trophy alongside Big H. I'm
1: hoping so, but Cookie's not Cookie's not keen, and that concerns me because Cookie knows a lot about football. Right,
3: Cookie. <laughs> <It's> questionable. <laughs> we could talk Cookie. on, mate. Right, uh, right. sh- sh- just sh- before
1: know. you go, mate, um, <laughs> where where are you watching the quarterfinal?
3: Um, I am going to be watching the quarterfinal in Copenhagen. I'm flying straight there on Friday from New York. So yeah. I knew it
1: would be an answer. Of course he like is. Because we're never in the same
3: place.
0: Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? You know yeah. where
3: where are we want no, to Probably down in sunny If they make the final, I'll be at the road to Morocco. If they make the final. But
1: absolutely. Well, you yeah. You're back in Northampton for the final weekend.
3: Yeah, on I get back on the seventeenth
1: of December for Christmas. Oh. So, yeah, so uh, the 18th uh,
0: going is to quite work. Timed you know they don't event. know we're going to call them, and wow. uh, we'll, well, we'll, we'll enough, see how it goes. Funny enough, I've got an NTFA game he's covering on the eighteenth, so I'll be in touch. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, anything at? for you
0: sir thank you Thomas <laughs> Cookie Moonhead it's been an absolute pleasure um, <laughs> hopefully we will get you on a full interview in, in in a few weeks time when your busy schedule allows and you're not you know c- clocking up air miles across the world It'd Be been an absolute pleasure mate take care and we'll, we will speak to you
3: soon yes, good thanks time. guys see you soon bye bye bye
0: So welcome back. The end of episode seven, Luke. We've made it again.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm surprised every time we have this conversation that you that we keep coming back for more. But yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, until I listen back to it,
0: I don't know if there was a little bit of a um, an advert during Daryl's speech. And uh, yeah. I'm not clever it, enough, to be honest, to it, edit it out. Or do I have the inclination or time to do it? So if it's in there, it's in there. And if it isn't, it isn't. I always talk about the um the organic nature of this podcast and i like the fact that sometimes there's little bits in there that you know we're not perfect
1: um well no but you're you're i mean you're not very good with technology because it it took you long enough to work out how to how to play your idea for daryl's intro music to us it took you about three attempts so um look the fact that that we may or may not have a Uh, an advert for blood pressure halfway through the interview with Daryl Yeah, I'm quite relaxed mate I couldn't hear it so I'll listen back and I'll be as excited as you to find (laughs) out whether it's there or not and considering uh, me and Daryl were
0: on the podcast I don't know if that was targeted advertising or what (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit of a worry I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie so uh, next week we're going to have episode 8 which will you know we'll have perhaps one or two more episodes before Christmas have a little Christmas break. I think would be nice
1: for that. We're not gonna do. We're we not gonna do a Christmas Day special. Oh,
0: We could do a Christmas Day special, could not we? That would be good. Um, just pre-record it. Uh, give us something to do. I mean, have you got some time off over Christmas?
1: Uh, yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, we could do something, could not we? A Christmas yeah. special.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Maybe
0: we could get the social media director to come and speak.
1: We can ask nicely.
0: I mean, considering the gesture she gave earlier, um, she might still be angry on Boxing Day. We seem to be getting a more positive thumbs-up gesture at the minute, so that's good. That's better. Right, so thanks for joining us again. Uh, We'll be back next week. Every Monday, remember, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Have a good week. Fingers crossed that, when you're listening to this, England have won. Fingers crossed that Bertie and his team and Antony Taylor and his team get another game. In Qatar, and uh, what was that accent, by the way? Qatar, it's like it's like a Norfolk accent.
1: Okay, why are you saying Qatar and Norfolk accent? <laughs> I don't know. But well, we'll see you next let's, week, everybody. Let's, let's wrap it up. Let's yeah, yeah, wrap it up. we'll finish it there. Yeah, yeah, see you later, everybody. Goodbye.